0: Good morning, and welcome to Meditating the Word. In just about 20 minutes a day, we are reading through the entire Bible this year. I'm Cherie, here to walk alongside you on this journey. If you have just found us, you can either continue from here or go back to day one and start from the beginning. Regardless of how you choose to travel with us, I'm so glad you're here. The year will be over before we even know it. This is day 328. Today we are reading Galatians 1-3 through 3 from the World English Bible. Ready to uncover what God has for us today? Let's get started. Paul's letter to the Galatians, chapters 1-3. through 3. Paul, an apostle, not from men nor through man, but... Through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me, to the assemblies of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us out of this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different good news. But there isn't another good news, only there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the good news of Christ. But even though we or an angel from heaven should preach to you any good news other than that which we preached to you, let him be cursed. As we have said before, so I now say again, If any man preaches to you any good news other than that which you have received, let him be cursed. For am I now seeking the favor of men, or of God? Or am I striving to please men? For if I were still pleasing men, I wouldn't be a servant of Christ." But I make known to you, brothers, concerning the good news which was preached to me, that it is not according to man. For I didn't receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came to me through revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my way of living in the time past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the assembly of God and ravaged it, I advanced in the Jews' religion beyond many of my own age among my countrymen, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when it was the good pleasure of God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me through His grace to reveal His Son in me, that I might preach Him among the Gentiles, I didn't immediately confer with flesh and blood, Nor did I go up to Jerusalem, to those who were apostles before me. But I went away into Arabia. Then I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Peter and stayed with him fifteen days. But of the other apostles, I saw no one except James, the Lord's brother. Now about the things which I write to you, behold, before God, I am not lying. Then I came to the regions of Syria and Cilicia. I was still unknown by face to the assemblies of Judea, which were in Christ, but they only heard, he who once persecuted us now preaches the faith that he once tried to destroy. So they glorified God in me. Then, after a period of fourteen years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus also with me. I went up by revelation, and I laid before them the good news which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately before those who were respected, for fear that I might be running or had run in vain. But not even Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised." This was because of the false brothers secretly brought in, who stole in to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage, to whom we gave no place in the way of subjection, not for an hour, that the truth of the good news might continue with you. But from those who were reputed to be important, whatever they were, it makes no difference to me. God doesn't show partiality to man. They, I say, who were respected, imparted nothing to me. But, to the contrary, when they saw that I had been entrusted with the good news for the uncircumcised, even as Peter with the good news for the circumcised, for he who worked through Peter in the apostleship with the circumcised also worked through me with the Gentiles, And when they perceived the grace that was given to me, James and Cephas and John, those who were reputed to be pillars, gave to Barnabas and me the right hand of fellowship, that we should go to the Gentiles, and they to the circumcision. They only asked us to remember the poor, which very thing I was also zealous to do. But when Peter came to Antioch, I resisted him to his face, because he stood condemned. For before some people came from James, he ate with the Gentiles. But when they came, he drew back and separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision. And the rest of the Jews joined him in his hypocrisy, so that even Barnabas was carried away with their hypocrisy. But when I saw that they didn't walk uprightly according to the truth of the good news, I said to Peter before them all, If you, being a Jew, live as the Gentiles do, and do not as the Jews do, why do you compel the Gentiles to live as the Jews do? We being Jews by nature, and not Gentile sinners, yet knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, But, through faith in Jesus Christ, even we believed in Christ Jesus that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law, because no flesh will be justified by the works of the law. But, if while we sought to be justified in Christ, we ourselves also were found sinners, is Christ a servant of sin? Certainly not. For if I build up again those things which I destroyed, I prove myself a lawbreaker. For I, through the law, died to the law, that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. That life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, Who loved me and gave himself up for me? I don't reject the grace of God, for if righteousness is through the law, then Christ died for nothing. Foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you to not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was openly portrayed among you as crucified? I just want to learn this from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law, or by hearing of faith? Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, are you now completed in the flesh? Did you suffer so many things in vain, if it is indeed in vain? He, therefore, who supplies the Spirit to you and does miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law, or by the hearing of faith? Even so, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Know, therefore, that those who are of faith are children of Abraham. The scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the good news beforehand to Abraham, saying, In you all the nations will be blessed. So then, those who are of faith are blessed with the faithful Abraham. For as many as are of the works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who doesn't continue in all things that are written in the book of the law to do them. Now, that no man is justified by the law before God is evident, for the righteous will live by faith. The law is not of faith, but the man who does them will live by them. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Brothers, Speaking of human terms, though it is only a man's covenant, yet when it has been confirmed, no one makes it void or adds to it. Now the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his offspring. He doesn't say to descendants as of many, but as of one, to your offspring, which is Christ. Now I say this, a covenant confirmed beforehand by God in Christ, the law, which came 430 years after, does not annul, so as to make the promise of no effect. For if the inheritance is of the law, it is no more of promise, but God has granted it to Abraham by promise. Then why is there the law? It was added because of transgressions until the offspring should come to whom the promise has been made it was ordained through angels by the hand of a mediator now a mediator is not between one but god is one is the law then against the promises of god certainly not for if there had been a law given which could make alive most certainly righteousness would have been of the law But the Scripture imprisoned all things under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. But before faith came, we were kept in custody under the law, confined for the faith which should afterwards be revealed, so that the law has become our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor, for you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free man. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. If you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring and heirs according to the promise. Father God, thank you for the blessing of the promise. We understand the law was necessary. It showed us that we are incapable of being righteous on our own. Man needed a Savior. Under the Old Covenant, there were many sacrifices, but under the new covenant, there was one sacrifice, Jesus Christ, who died once for all to cleanse us from sin and redeem us from the curse. Thank you that we are saved by grace through faith and not by our works, which can never match up. Thank you for a salvation that we can't earn and didn't deserve but you loved us enough to give it to us freely. Amen. Thank you for being a part of Meditating the Word today. As we turn another page on our journey, remember that God's Word is meant to be part of your daily life. Faith grows as we listen to the word, and revelation knowledge comes as we reflect and meditate on what we've read and let it take root in our hearts. I'm so grateful for this shared time with you. This is Cherie reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.